0: Well, welcome back to episode three. We're not back. We're here for episode three. We've
1: been here for a minute. Too. We've been here
0: for a minute. Um, look, we're going to probably hear the, the camera is probably going to die.
1: Yeah. First, this is first time recording. I guess what we're trying to do from now on is pretty much just document more, yep. especially while I'm home too. I want to like, we want to get it kind of up and running that side of it. YouTube, mm-hmm. just document and show and I guess showing our journey with LYP, and just pretty much a little bit of an inside look to our lives and and you know who we come in contact with and our best mates, um, you know the girls. We'll just I don't know include everyone in it. Definitely Poland, Newcastle.
0: I think it's well. Shout out to Kate first. Look, we've had our ups and downs with Kate. Kate, if Kate's listening, Kate, you have been the nicest but most painful experience in quite some time like beautiful person oh yeah means well beautiful oh trying to get these headphones yesterday oh sorry not yesterday but last episode we had with jackson we got some feedback with um (laughs) with blake's voice maybe sounding like he was talking into a into the abyss but that was because of no headphones now we
1: that's my excuse. That's anyway. the excuse.
0: Yeah, that's what we're going to go with. And you had a little bit of time to spend tracking Kate down. How'd that go?
1: Yeah, look, let's just say Kate is one busy girl. Yeah, Kate's busy. She's from. Uh, All Kates are busy. Shall we put her Addy out there? No. Yeah, we can. Go. <laughs> yeah. She's from uh, Mossman. Let's not say a street Yeah, Yeah, no, no. no she's, she's from, from Mossman, but we're basically. She was in the process when we bought the equipment off her. You know, great deal. We, oh, we were very, we still are very We are grateful. grateful.
0: Yeah, we, we're sounding like real pieces of, you know, yes, right now. exactly,
1: but. exactly. But, but anyway, got a great deal. She's moving to another y- unit, like maybe a couple streets over, whatever. And um, she's like, oh, I'm probably forgetting something, um, you know, bless her. But um, yeah, to be honest, it's been like another three weeks. We're, what two episodes in? Yeah, we're two episodes in, and I'm leaving Sydney. I was in Sydney for training the other day, and I'm leaving peak hour. Oh, it was peak hour. I'm Nelly from the Aussie near the airport onto uh, the freeway to come back to Newcastle, and I message Kai. I get a message off Kai going, you know, she the headphones were returned to the sender because she was supposed to post them like two weeks ago. Yeah. And we keep just like messaging her. And I always just message, hi, Kate, how are you? <laughs> you know, hope your life is going well and stuff. Just trying to be a good person. You how know? many hi, Kates did you show? There was... You know how I like... Think, no, no, I think it was above... It's somewhere north of six. Yeah. Oh, no,
0: it's north of yeah. six.
1: six. Six to eight in that region. But I was uh, saying that and I just started saying it just... I don't even know why I was sending I, We weren't getting replies. And um, then Kai reached out on Messenger. No reply. Anyway, <laughs> long story short, I, uh, I pulled over, about to get on the freeway, pulled over. <laughs> How's that squeaky chair yeah, going? Need some um, WD, like every door in this house as well. Yes. And then went and picked up the headphones. Um, she left it with a friend. Um, and now we are here. We actually look. We've
0: got the third set of headphones. We went. Well, Blake had to go out and buy some.
1: Oh, and the camera charger. Yeah, camera charger. Shout out if uh, you're watching, Tennisonic. which you're
0: probably not watching. But we're gonna have YouTube. I think we're gonna go into like that streaming, not streaming, sorry, but like stream our podcast. Twitch. Yeah, Twitch. <laughs> we, yeah, I'm a Twitcher. On. we're going to be twitching. <laughs> but we've got the third set of headphones because that between myself, Blake, and Jackson, it was just like a little bit hard, especially this early on, to try and gauge you know, how your voice was and then Jackson's and mine. And then, yeah, that's probably the one thing that we're going to improve on this week. We don't have a third guest. We were meant to have someone uh, with a... Was it a apostrophe in his
1: name? Yeah. Well, sometimes. I don't think he actually I don't, I've never seen him spell his name, is it? No, I've asked him. He's He's been my best mate for however many years. I... I usually, I ask him maybe once a week, usually every Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the guy doesn't know. Anyway, no. we'll look into his records uh, when he does jump on the show eventually. Well, he's got, he's got a good reason. Well, he, you know
0: what? No, he hasn't got a good reason to not be here today. Some people show up and terrible. show out, but he's, um, he was in fine form. You went and saw him last night. Was it at the Gunya or something?
1: Oh yeah. We're at the Gunya. Finished training, went out there and you know, you're in trouble. Three o'clock and he's already bloody yelling and screaming. Three p.m. Lost the, all of his money on the punt and he's just having a having a terrible time. But I knew I knew we were in trouble. I kept g'ing him up and he was pretty keen to do the jump on the podcast and whatnot. I knew we were in trouble when he mentioned Halloween party at our <laughs> goal house at a, a, a nightclub in Newcastle. Um, and it was yeah, we we were we were always going to be in trouble, but. Um, yeah, I actually we went for a couple beers. I drove him in town from the Gunya, go to the Prince, knock down a palmy, couple beers, just I ease out of there, shake some hands, slap a, slap the boys up. Yeah, gone out back door, smoke bombed. Yeah, eight thirty in bed. I knew we had a uh, appointment uh, with the crew this morning at a uh, Meriwether Surf House, and Joey. Mate, it's dead set twelve thirty earlier oh a couple of hours ago now. He messages me. I go, mate, are you still alive? Like we've got a potty to do. And he just goes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even reply. He just goes, mate. And oh, then that's... I I FaceTimed him and he just goes, Oh no. You know, you know who it reminded me of? Who? Last week's guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Massively. But, but Jacko. That guy, he's, just, he's a trooper, man. He's
0: a trooper, yeah. He got up and got it done. And even
1: though he did ship
0: in, there's, there, was a, there should have been a warning for the, is it ASMR or when you have that phobia to listening to people eat and chew slowly? That is me. We got some feedback on Jackson eating his salty chips. Like Jackson's lips were just cracked with an inch of their life and he's just sucking down on these salt, extra salted KFC chips. And I didn't even pay attention to it because I was feeling pretty dusty myself. And I was just watching him eat him and he was just like sh- like in the microphone just slobbing on him. And I, oh yeah, that's a, that's not the greatest, but I loved it because that just was, that's Jackson. He still showed up. He put, he pulled it in, but Joey's going to jump on a little bit later and we're going to have a, we're going to introduce Joey and get Joey's thoughts on a lot of things.
1: Yeah. Just like, I guess Joey's, uh, who is up, Joe? Sorry. Is Joe Darcy. Yeah. Joe Darcy. Sorry. One of the best, one of the best to ever lace up the boots. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, dabbles in golf, um, dabbles in horse racing, uh, or gambling on it anyway, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> he loves it. And he that's kind of where your relationship, like, he's my best mate, uh, yeah. and he's mate. He's a laugh. He he doesn't know what's going on. No. Um, but <laughs> you guys get along quite good because you you talk most Saturdays about races and stuff, and yeah, we do. Yeah, Joey and I get along really well, and Joe's such a great person, but.
0: Yeah, we kind of connected. I'd, I'd met Joey just through like where we were, like where we were growing up, which is like he was in Pelican and I was on Blacksmiths and we kind of just grew up with those, um, kind of in, involving each other in one another's lives just through mutual friends. Um, And now we kind of, we just, we really like hit things off probably Friday morning. Friday morning we get the text, like what's coming, this sad day, especially this round, like Big the spring carnival day. and you're just kind of waiting for it. So we get together most even saturday mornings and stuff we we see each other down at the local uh, coffee shop at roasted and have a coffee and a yarn and try and we try and pick winners but there is no chance that you actually know what's going on i reckon like it's rigged or i'm just super bad at it like i think i have a little bit of an idea sometimes and i'm like looking through form guides and i'm going. Nature Strip can't lose this thing Like Nature Strip is like $2.30 And this Giga Kick is like $22 Like how can that even be Like it's not even in a debate Giga Kick's like He's got a picket fence He's got five wins But I'm not looking at that Because you know I have this affiliation with Nature Strip He's my number one horse Like it's my favourite, favourite horse ever Like I've backed it nearly every start It hasn't always won But it's just one that I've followed For a long, long, long time now I bet like five to ten dollars, so I'm not saying I'm on here like smashing it. Like I'm not someone that bets big, but
1: don't like I don't.
0: Like yeah, it. <laughs> no, like it's if you it. ask anyone, I do not. I I hardly bet big, dude. Like I yeah. I just don't. I can't, I can't. That's fair. And I think that's pretty important. Like if I kind of gave myself that little, yeah. uh, I guess you could say the limit. Just to say like, you know, never bet more than you can afford. And I guess that's a pretty important message as well to a lot of like, because I know a lot of people that bet big amounts of money when they probably can't afford it. And that's a pretty sticky situation you get yourself into when it comes to that. But I guess everyone's different and that's everyone's got their own little thing. And I guess a lot of people chase it for... You get dopamine out of it, I was going to
1: say, what what is the... This is something that I genuinely love talking or want to ask Joe these questions. Yeah, 100%. It's like, why Why do some people put on like a $1.50 bet and they win like $2 fit profit, $2.50 and they're like buzzing. That's right. And some people put on like a hundred bucks and they win 500 and they're like, that's not that good. Yeah, like, that's like it must the, be
0: something that your body craves and it's probably a mannerism or a behavior you adapt over time because I was introduced to adapt, it yeah. yeah like my dad my pop we always talk about punting like and it's never ever like that type of thing but I own a horse myself so like I really just enjoy the sport of horse racing and how it involves me and like just looking around at different trainers and jockeys and like it's just something that's really always drawn my attention but You also get the people that don't even look at that, but they chase the hit that it comes with, with betting on a horse. See, like for myself, personally, personally speaking, I don't get a thrill out of putting a big amount of money on a horse that I don't know of to get money. It's not about me getting my money back. It's more about the satisfactory or satisfying feeling, sorry, of me correctly picking or researching a a form.
1: Ah, yeah. That is, that's good because seriously it's like it's a pretty do you feel it's nearly not spoken in, enough of yeah no definitely I not think, to be too serious and no, stuff because no, no, yeah. we love we enjoy it yeah. Like, yeah even yesterday you know put 50 bucks took 50 bucks to the gun yard and just slapped it off like i have no clue and yeah. i don't i don't bet on horse racing unless unless we had a day here where we to I remember we got Jacko over had a couple of beers um, the girls cooked food we had lunch and watched the races and then you know put some bets and on and that's the a great stuff. day yeah it is good fun but i honestly i think it's becoming one of those things where it's it's nearly like pushing the limit oh and it, when you start pushing the limit it's like if you were to obviously transfer that over to Drug addiction—it's like that's where you overdose. Yeah, and um, I guess it's like I don't know. We'd love to kind of we—we're just happy to learn. We want to learn why people, you know, dabble it, dabble in these things, and why why some people that are you know absolute millionaires still only bet a couple of dollars each race. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I've always been so intrigued with that.
0: It's always been super intriguing like everyone i guess eventually finds a motive to keep going cuz like just with anything why do you keep doing it like if i had to put a bet on and i didn't if i and i lost yeah why is it the next week that i come back with like i'm chasing something that me winning a bet provides but i know it's not money yeah. so then what does it become yeah which i think it's that's why i always think like who makes these odds to uh, the odds are there to bring people in obviously like oh my god like this is paying this amount of money now and last week when i bet on it and it came second yeah it's now coming in to this amount of money i don't know it's, it's just food for thought really and i kind of find it interesting to i don't know just question everything i guess as well and just I kind of dig a- deeper into a lot of these types of things and i think that sorry to steal you yeah that's true but no, no, you're right. um when it comes to betting we've never been able to bet on our phones. Mm. We've never had a tab machine in front of us. We've never had it connected to our bank That's accounts. Good. We've never had it so accessible. I can be on Wait, the john. Yeah, I can be in the gym. I can be somewhere where I shouldn't be wanting that physical, oh sorry, that yeah, well, I guess it's physical actually because you're on your phone, but you really you've never been exposed to it. You used to have to go to a pub and like go to a bookie and just like really think about where that money's going.
1: That literally brings us to our next next thing, um, the light phone too. Yes, I have. So, all right. So, if you were to ask uh, my girlfriend Bonnie or my definitely mum, mum knows um, I buy so much random stuff. You know for sure. Oh I, uh, yeah, <laughs> I buy so much random stuff, but it can't where did it come across I, I found it on instagram i don't know how it popped up on my page but um i think someone i follow it was on their story or something but there's this phone uh it's called the light phone too yeah i'm just gonna get it up so we oh, can yeah, kind of have a, a little bit of a research on it i love that background that's yeah that's cool I actually so put the put background is just
0: like a nice light blue and it's kind of just showing you a lot of like the things
1: that come with being off your phone. Nearly like a calmness, don't you Yeah, think? calmness. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's So this, this phone, to get to the point, this phone has alarm clock. It has no blue light. It's like a, what do you call it? The screen's like a Kindle? Yeah, looks like yeah, a Kindle. Black black yeah, that's probably a good way to describe it. Um, it's got your phone, so you can ring people. You can text people. You can set alarms. You get maps, yep. settings, and a calculator. Oh, and podcasts—you can get podcasts on it, can you? Yeah, yeah, right. That's literally and music, obviously. Stevie Wonder there. Um, so yeah, I guess I got that. I got that coming from—they're made in New York. No, I mean, not to be that guy, cool, but there's no like slave labor and stuff. I yeah, think that's yeah, another. Yeah. It's just like another point of difference where they're like trying to—I don't know—just do the right thing. I guess, but um, yeah, no, it's mm. gonna be—it's gonna be cool. I'm basically going to as soon as I get it, I'm gonna try and do. Two weeks of using it full time. Do you reckon yep. two weeks is a good amount? I think a two one? weeks would be yeah. good. Yeah.
0: It'd be pretty challenging as well because.
1: Imagine not having Insta on your yeah. phone. Yeah. And Ooh.
0: it's like you just go cold turkey with a lot of things that you used to seen every day. Even the, the light that your phone produces. True. And going straight to like a Kindle kind True. of experience. If anyone doesn't know what a Kindle is, it's just like a. It's like a, a book.
1: Yeah. It's like a. Like a digitalized iPad, book. Yeah, yeah. It's like an iPad slash book. Yeah. And that's where they get the name Kindle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know nothing about Kindle. Oh, I don't. Do you use a Kindle? Uh, no, no, I don't use them. I'd rather Definitely. buy a book, and I'd yeah. rather just read half of it, and usually put it down, and then never pick it up again. Which There's is actually
1: something about reading books, don't you reckon? Yeah, there is absolutely. What is there a book that you've been reading lately? Um, I've been reading this uh, high performance, um, this high performance book. Uh, it's like a, it's a podcast, the high performance podcast. Yeah, shout out. Yeah, they, they're good. They have some really cool people on. They had Lewis Capaldi. Is that he say his name?
0: Oh, I'm not going to say it. Yeah, we're going to go with I it. I think people understand it, so. what it is. So. Um,
1: Lewis Capaldi. Gun, gun.
0: Yeah, it is good. You said that weapon. to me, and I think that's really good. Really, it
1: is so cool to uh, also see like someone of that level of say. Uh, Fame, would you say? Yeah, definitely. So, like, he talks about how much he struggles on that. Or we're going down rabbit holes now. We're talking about the podcast, but yeah, um, yeah. If anyone did want to, obviously look at. No wait, what? Do we just cut this out? What? <laughs> <laughs> it was a wrong podcast. Don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> I listen to too many podcasts. All right, don't worry. All right, get back Run to the books. Body. Let's get back to the
0: books, man. Oh, wow. Love that. All right, that's terrible. So, what one what, what were you even thinking so, about? That? No,
1: no. So, I was listening to. Um, How many po- podcasts do you consume? All right. Like, oh. you
0: uh, you have a
1: problem with your podcast with training. I'm about you haven't even fall been listening to chair. Yeah, literally. Um, no, no. I listened to too many podcasts over the last probably five years, I would say. Yeah. I, became, I started to know I was becoming addicted to podcasts because I kind of just stopped listening to music and consuming so much information that it probably... Like, I, I wouldn't like to To be honest. If I'm going to be completely honest, it's like traveling on your own and I enjoy tra- I like I like being on my own because I put my headphones on, go to dinner, listen to a podcast. I listen to the podcast on the way back to the hotel then I sit in bed, listen to a podcast. If not, jump on social media, like just do whatever, look at silly videos on TikTok or something. So I guess uh, I became like quite addicted when... I knew I was addicted when I literally couldn't like... Function without it. uh, Yeah, it's like I I couldn't... uh, I didn't want to just walk back to the hotel room without something going. I'm on my own. I didn't want to like listen to... I don't know, my own thoughts, I guess, because I'm like, it's why would I listen to my. Why would I listen to nothing? Yeah, yeah. And that's when probably, I can listen to like Joe Rogan talking about this neurogum. isn't know?
0: that weird? And I find I recently just like went for a run without my headphones and it felt really good because I kind of had to keep myself occupied and push myself without the influence of music. Yeah. So usually when you get into a hard spot with my headphones on, I'm like, all right, I'll put something on that really gets me through this next bit. But I couldn't. When I was, like, alone in my own thoughts, I had to really use myself to be like, all right, well, you literally have 5Ks to go. Like, yeah. a, song, a song's not going to get you there. You need to get yourself there. So mm-hmm. I think that could be a pretty good challenge, especially, like, to anyone that's doing it, like an exercise or a run, to just go without headphones for one run.
1: You know see- who talks about that? No. David Goggins. Really? He's pretty... He's a brutal character, but uh, if you haven't listened to... Uh, or read his book uh forget what it's called you i yeah, to google a google that um i just bought the audio book actually this was probably like a couple of years ago and i would just listen to it while i was practicing or driving in the car to sydney is it can't hurt me can't hurt me yes that's it
0: that's been recommended by like heaps of people
1: so many i know jacko said he's going to listen to it today driving up to qld yeah he said not to yeah queensland um I just thought it was so cool when he started talking about that and it's the brutal reality. It's more it's comfortable for us to sit on the chin up bar or, or go for a road run listening to this pump up music, trying to pass the time and um, you know, change our emotions into a certain state. That's what we were talking about last week. But every now I don't think it's a bad thing to do that. No, I don't think it's bad thing. I just either. think we should probably challenge ourselves a little bit more to go out of your comfort zone and go, yeah, that's easier and And I enjoy that more. How about we do things that we don't enjoy a little bit, you know? Absolutely. It's like the easy way out can be to put
0: headphones on to use that as motivation, but when you're up against it in a run, because I went for a run the other day down at the Fernley Track and I had my headphones on and was like, oh, I need this to keep me going. But why do you need that? That's like, true. That's a that's something that I was I struggled with after because I was like, why do when I'm in the hardest part of that run need yeah. something to bring me out of it? Why can't I bring myself out of that? Why
1: can't I just leave the headphones at home and kind of use my head to be like, keep going, mate. This is it. Like, I think I think that is uh, it's cool that you actually acknowledge that because I don't think many people. I know I didn't acknowledge that with the podcast thing, and it takes. It takes something uh, something in you or maybe something you've heard to actually go, acknowledge it and go, yeah, why? Like question it. That's, That's right. what we always talk about, being curious about all these points Absolutely. in life, I guess. I think we're so connected to
0: your music and your podcast that it's nearly muscle memory now. When I get yeah. into the car, I, like, I need to throw on a podcast. I need to throw on music. And I went for a drive for work and I just kind of thought, I'm just going to try and drive by myself with my own thoughts. And it was the boringest thing I've ever (laughs) done. I was like, oh, the window, put it down. If you're (laughs) driving to work right now
1: listening to us, please turn us off. Yeah, yeah, literally. (laughs) No, don't, (laughs) actually. We're going
0: to drive you off the road the way we're (laughs) going. But I think it's pretty important just to push yourself as well. Like, even in the gym, there's always been music in the gym just naturally. But you'll find that some music in the gym isn't always some heavy metal rock song or future trying to pump you up you know what i mean it's it's it can be soothing music it can be like now i think podcasts are even starting to implement themselves in that headspace as well you're putting it on to keep you distracted from the pain your body's feeling when those emotions are actually good for you to feel and i
1: i think there's definitely room for um you know podcasts and stuff like I, i genuinely think you know they're one of the best things, honestly. For me, especially, it's just like amazing listening to, actually, listen to such a good podcast this week. Uh, actually, yesterday and this morning, I finished it. Was uh, Doctor Phil on Joe Rogan? So good, yeah, so right. Good. It's just kind of, it's so relevant to uh, you know the times we're living in, and he kind of just speaks on he. They touch on many subjects, but I would definitely say if you haven't listened to it go and listen to it i think dr phil starts talking about all the politics and the left versus right and uh these type of people versus this type of people and how everyone no one wants to sit in a room and have a conversation without phones and just go, just question question yourself you know and <laughs> little cough yeah nice um yeah just question yourself and i mean question each other and 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 I don't know. Get deeper into why. Why do you think like that? Absolutely. Why I think there's something in that, and especially we always say encourage each other. If you disagree with me or or something on uh, on the podcast, like just ask me. Ask me why. Why I think like that. I think there's room for that in uh, in the world. I think that's how ultimately you you know get to a. That's how decisions are made. Good decisions are made.
0: You always have disagreements to, that usually yeah. become a better solution anyway you don't want people all on the same page and all listening to the same thing and then no one wants to put their hand up and say look i don't really believe in a correct because if everyone just assumes that b is correct when there's two options like and you believe that a's got something in it yeah why would you not but it's becoming yeah. very harder much harder because there's a lot of things that you know you see Kanye at yeah, the moment. Yeah, there's people going, putting their oh. hands up. And, yeah, well, I don't there's know. There's
1: people like, people like that where, I don't know, the media go quite hard. hard they go very hard against in him. In the paint. They, um, they try and kind of paint him out to be this crazy figure. But th- I think there's, with every crazy thing Kanye does, there's like a, there's a message in there. Absolutely. It's not, they paint him out to be like, this guy um, hates African-American people. You're like, He's African American. Like, do you think he honestly That's right, does? Yeah. Like, I think um, Kanye's a very—he's probably my favorite figure to be honest. In in terms of, um, you know, musicians and stuff like that. I think as a creative, he is next level. He challenges. He just challenges people's thoughts and uh, like their brain capacity. You know, like Definitely. there's some things he wears and uh, like shoes and stuff. Where the I'm mouth like, guard. The mouth guard. <laughs> Hey, if you're listening, please get me one. Nah, get now, it out of your mouth for yeah.
0: one. No, nah, that was that's just that's Kanye as well. But
1: he's challenging. That's right. It's like we when would we ever think to go to bloody Rebel and buy a mouth guard? And re- I reckon did Balenciaga listen to him? And be like, you know what? A mouth guard's a good idea. <laughs> I don't think he would. If yeah, it wouldn't have come from. Um, yeah, it wouldn't have come from Balenciaga. I think he would have gone to them and gone mouth guard, black, Balenciaga on the front. They're like, w- what? No, no. And Why? Going, just, yeah. just please Why have not? it for me in the morning because I'm going to wear it to this fashion show. And Definitely. you're like, hang on a minute. This guy's crazy. <laughs> this guy's crazy. <laughs> um, but no, I think there's something to be said in just like getting back to the Dr. Phil thing. Is like, I don't know, just people coming together. We're all uh, humans. Definitely. And it's like, we're more the same than we are different. Like, Definitely, 100%. Mate, if, even if you have a, have a mate out there that's uh, <laughs> 100%, I say that so much.
0: Need to stop.
1: <laughs> did I say 100%? No, I did. Oh, I'm the one right. saying I, 100%. And I all I do is like, know.
0: I don't mean to say it. Yeah. It's just like when I agree with something, it's like an exclamation mark.
1: Yeah, 100%. Don't you
0: think? don't know why I say it. It just happens.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, it, it's one of those things actually looking back on um, looking back on our first podcast especially was like listening, having to listen to yourself, talk on a podcast to each other, listening to how like the words you use to fill in time. You how know, do like people life. on radio do it? Oh, like so they good. must be so like happy with how their voice is. I, do you think they do vocal training in that? there's definitely some sort of media training um i know my cousin uh josiah who works on radio down in melbourne he he did say he mentioned that he did something like that um as you could probably tell i definitely haven't um (laughs) (laughs) i say um that many times and like and i anyway i've just put it in everyone's head that's listening right now so let's Get off this topic.
0: We're going to have to do really good to stay away from yes, that. Yes, exactly. So through the week. Yes. You recently done a strengths report. Would you mind bringing that up? Oh, strength, strength. And it's not in the gym. Definitely not in the no, gym. Not in the gym. Um, but you sent me a few of the screenshots of what it is. And I could not believe how
1: accurately they described or just like, right. So basically what it is, you pay, I'll, I'll we'll put the link yeah, in our show link notes. In, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So if anyone wanted to reach out or just DM us, whatever, um, it's called Clifton Strengths. Clifton Strengths. Right. But um, yeah, so basically you do, you pay, you know, 77, I think it was 77 bucks for like a in-depth one, like a hundred, no, 34 different, uh, Characteristics or something, or yep. whatever.
0: It's like a small report.
1: Yeah, small report. Anyway, so it gives you back your top ten strengths. Wow. Um, and then it gives you back eleven to thirty four is navigate. So it's like you, it's not your strengths. You know, like you probably need some work. But um, it it, it was awesome. Hundred. It basically gave you twenty seconds to answer each question, and they were simple questions. Like example, uh, had strongly agree with this question or strongly agree with this question. And there was two either side that you could choose yep. and absolutely smack bang in the middle. And it's, I think that's about you not thinking too much about the decision Correct. you're about to make. Like just go with your heart, bang. This is your first instinct. That's instant. me there. Yes. So if you pass 20, if you take uh, too long to, <laughs> I actually missed a couple of them with the, when there was heaps of, uh, yeah, words. And I had to try and read both and then read. It was like, under- I put myself actually under a little bit of pressure. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, but yeah, anyway, so I went through and just stayed as honest and um, yeah, I guess just as honest as I could answer every single question tried my heart out for that. Um, it came back with top 10. Actually, let's go with first.
0: Yeah, read your first one because I found your first one super interesting and very insightful. Like, I couldn't believe how accurately just by you answering questions truthfully that someone you had never met or a look, I'll read it out for you. Yeah. What do we got? So futuristic. Futuristic. So this is like the first band on the, on the Clifton strengths.
1: That was my, uh, that was my number one strength. Yeah. That's
0: your number one strength. Okay. Should I read one out?
1: Yeah, just read them out.
0: So your first one driven by your talents, you regularly pause to envision what you want to accomplish in the coming months, years or decades. You think in terms of possibilities. This allows you to recover from setbacks, problems, disappointments, or even disasters. People are apt to marvel at your ability to remain upbeat in the face of life's difficulties and unpredictability. Yeah. See, so even you as a golfer, and me knowing you, just with your uh, like your commitment and yeah. like everything about golf, I couldn't believe like that's literally you. Like you think in terms of possibilities. There's never you're never like. Staying here. It's always what's possible.
1: It was pretty cool to hear that because I was like, I very much thought that Zach's saying when I I seen that, I was like, oh, wow, this thing's legit. You know, like I, I was thinking even with this podcast, we've always spoke about, Imagine imagine starting like a, a brand or a, a fashion label or something and building it up like there's no there's nothing stopping us at like, all. We could we could do this and we could do and I'm guilty of it even to um we hadn't even set up mics and you're like look these tote bags they're gonna be smick and then the hat
0: I can't even believe the hat and then once we get this like I can't even yeah, imagine when like yeah, hoodies and stuff and then yeah and, and, and then like when we have that shop down in um Marouba and we're on the beach there <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like <laughs> okay yeah 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 all good let's just we'll, yeah oh we we'll are talking about the um at the first episode you were talking about the salt water from the the straw and i'm going yeah mate let's just really bring it yeah back I, here.
1: I get a little bit of a ahead of myself but that's
0: how accurate it was because it literally describes you to a t in that your possibilities are always something in your head like and there's nothing that's too far away
1: Yes, exactly What's the next Maybe, one? Maybe um, So this is your third
0: yeah. one Is it connectedness? I'm going to read Oh, excuse me for reading as well I don't even like reading In front of a class of people So when I'm speaking in a microphone Excuse
1: whatever I say
0: wrong oh, yeah. But you're going to get I, the drift
1: Oh yeah, I can't read So
0: <laughs> I actually can't It was nice of you to mum For your mum to read All these out to you Once you got them back <laughs> Bonnie,
1: can you please Read these to
0: me? Jesus, Bonnie, look Look, I just got this back Can you just read The first one out to me? <laughs> I'll take my headphones out for the podcast. Yeah, I'll take them out. So we've got instinctively, you feel very pleased with yourself and life in general when your words and deeds align with your fundamental values. Because of your strengths, you conclude that your life is more meaningful and you are happy when you dedicate yourself to something of importance to humankind. It can be something simple rather than something grand. You sense your acts of kindness influence... You sense your acts of kindness influence individuals to perform good deeds. You are likely to inspire generosity in many people. And your last one is why you succeed using connectedness. You build bridges between people and groups. You help others find meaning by looking at the bigger picture of the world around them. And you give them a sense of comfort and stability in the face of uncertainty. That's like, that's, of, you haven't even met this person. Yeah, and yeah. for them to just understand that, like, that is you. You do build those connections and bridges and like make people feel very comfortable in uncertain times
1: yeah that is true i i think uh well there's something to be said for that connected connectedness connectedness yeah oh face the
0: no we're, we're, we're still recording yeah oh, oh all, right.
1: all right yeah sorry that's all right. um yeah so connectedness is like it kind of yeah that hit me straight between the middle of the eyes when i heard that i was like that is that's me to a t you know what i mean and it's, um, they were just a couple of, you know, what I, uh, what I had, but I guess it's just like, what I'm trying to say is like, I guess you need to know your strengths in order to move forward. You know what I mean? Definitely. I think you, maybe you, are you going to do the, I'm going to definitely
0: do one. I haven't had a chance to do one yet because you have to sit down and do a, like a little bit of filling yeah. out and whatnot. But when you sent it to me and when you sent your results i was amazed at how accurately and how much they actually reflected the person you are and i'm super intrigued to do it because i think you and i share a lot of things but also very different which is why we are so close together if that makes oh like why we get along so well because there are certain things that we just don't see like we see a lot of things eye to eye yeah but i feel as though it'd be interesting to see what mine says in regards to a lot of those like, connectedness and all those... Just those certain things that I probably didn't think twice about. Yeah. But they're able to, like, bring that to light for me to, sh- like, to see.
1: It'd be so cool to see where our differences are and, like, or our different strengths and stuff. I think
0: it's important for everyone to do that. Yeah. That'd be sick to see. Yeah, it it'd,
1: right? be, it, it'd be cool to see, like, the girls do it as well and see how different we are. I know Bonnie... I don't know if it's just, like, a female thing, but one of the things I was... Oh, this is bad I feel I'm quite vulnerable At the moment uh, Saying Uh, this But Number 34 On my strengths
0: (laughs) 34 How many are there? There's 34
1: (laughs) This wasn't good Bonnie actually Walked in the door We were going out for dinner And I said I just did the strength test She's like Oh, can I read it? Yeah, can I read I I said number 34 Guess what it is And she's like What? I said Empathy (laughs) And she, I thought she was going to cry, God love her. Empathy the I, I seriously was like, it kind of, I, I don't know what it is. It's not that I'm like, I'm obviously trying to be a good person. It's funny. That's another thing I was going to talk to you about is like, it's funny. I don't know if it's a male thing or, or whatever, but you know, Bonnie's a nurse and she'll come back from work. Right. And she's like being looking after these sick kids. She works in the children's hospital, She's uh, looking after these sick kids and something happened at work and this happened and this happened. And I'm like, my first instinct is like empathy. Like, oh, that sucks. Like, that's brutal. And I'm there going and she's just pouring her heart out to me and I'm there going, all right, I've got it. I've got the summary. This is what you do. First, you do this. And then second, you do this. And third, you do this. And this is what you should do. And she's like, Blake, I just... Stop telling me what to do. Stop trying to and I'm I'm there just going, "Don't you want a solution? Like I can fix this." And she's like, "Blake, I just want like just listen. Just listen." And that is getting back to the podcast with Dr. Phil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's, bring, young it. Dr. let's Phil, bring it back full circle. Full bring circle. back Phil. We're coming back. Yeah. He is just like, "You have to sit there and just listen. Get better at just listening." And that's what kind of hit me pretty hard cuz I was like, I just I just don't do that, do I? Well, I I mean I try, but it's just like it's like an instinct for me to just kind of go, all right, like calculate things in my head and go, I'm telling you, this is this is how you fix it. Let's do it. Let's do this, this and this and make sure you you know, you get your goals diary and every day, I mean Joe would say the same thing. Empathy is something that I would definitely need to work on. And it's it's cool. I don't care. Like people, people that know me probably already know. I like I just kind of yeah, move on, kind of skip that that part. And it's not it's definitely not wouldn't be attractive for, for old Bonnie. Nah. She she would yeah, she, girls. I think she knew like it was it. gonna be in yeah. the 30s range. And that. it's just like one of those things where I recognise and I'm like, all right, how do we uh how do we move this? Into the top five. Do you
0: believe there was a time, or like a certain event, or the way yeah. you were brought up that made you have empathy, but not sorry, that's a bad way to put it. Yeah, that for you to think about empathy like that, where you don't take empathy as like this cloak, like you don't want to bring it onto you. You're just like, oh, okay, so this is this is empathy here. Yeah. I'm feeling this, but the, here's a lot of these ways that I can contradict that empathy feeling or the way that this situation is.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. In my, my upbringing was like perfect pretty much. Like everything's been perf, like really good. Oh, I mean, you have your struggles. I mean, you know, just as a kid and stuff, but like nothing compared to some uh, problems that other people would have. And I don't know. I don't know if it's just a thing I've grown to kind of any, any problems you have. It's kind of like just well, it's really not that bad. I always look at perspective. I remember getting back to Bonnie coming back. She comes back from work and she goes, "Oh this, oh this is bad. This makes me look like a terrible person, right?"
0: But for the context of the story, this is literally what happened, though. Yes, exactly. Don't feel like you can't. She
1: basically no. She come home and it was like something about a patient. You know, he was my age. um, You know, he was on a farm um, you know, rolled a, rolled a quad and, um, had to, he, he came into hospital, right. And Bonnie's looking after him and he found out it was like, she said it was so brutal. She nearly started crying. She's like, he was, she was there when they told him, mate, like we couldn't save your arm. Like we're going to have to amputate it. And she was like, you know, it hit close to home. This guy's like a 23 year old. And he's just rolled a quad and now he loses his arm for the rest of his life. In an instant. Like that just happened. He didn't wake up and know that was going to happen. And when she told me that, I'm there driving home from Sydney, got the AirPods in and I'm like, oh, that is brutal. In my head, I'm going, well, I think I even said to her, that's rough. Like empathy, empathy. But then it shuts off and I go, well, at least he wasn't dead. Yeah. And I start going, you know what? He could, he can still have a family. That's right. Potentially. Um, You know, he can still find a, a missus and live his life, raise his children, and, and have a good life. And that's just how my brain was working. I'm being honest here. That's how I was like, I always just tried to look at a better, like, yep, but, but this, like, make sure you look. And she's like, Blake, well, it's still bad, though. I'm like, yeah, it is. As, as long as you make it yeah. bad.
0: If you want to think of it that way, but that's not for everyone as well. Bonnie might not feel that that's the best way to deal with that situation. Correct. So you being a completely different person, which opposites attract essentially, you take it on board and be like, wow, but you got to be grateful because with him having this terrible accident, he hasn't lost this, this, and this. He still has these things that can bring him back from a dark place that he's in now. Yes, very dark, yeah. So I think there's always going to be different ways in how people take huge events that happen to them but it's all in your mind and that that's so important how you think in bad situations or how you can bring yourself out of those because it only takes like we are definitely going to experience those hardships like you said you had a very good upbringing you had a very good uh like a really good upbringing you haven't had many issues definitely. like that that much adversity over there but you can train yourself or prepare yourself for these things to happen so when they do happen you have that ready to go
1: and have that inside you yeah that's kind of like it's funny where your mind goes when you are just listening to things and you get a bit of perspective kind of on on certain stories and you listen to people that um or like that Alex McKinnon story obviously in a wheelchair for the rest of his life potentially probably um and it's just like I look at that and I'm like I instantly put myself in that situation I'm like if tomorrow was the day and it could be like you just absolutely it's it's never nothing's guaranteed so I always just put myself in that position and I'm not saying this is right or wrong like I could be crazy for doing this but um yeah I just always think about it I'm like if that was me like how am I gonna how would I deal with a situation like that it's massive yeah it's nearly like putting yourself in a dark place just going how would you respond? Like definitely. how do you respond to adversity like incredible amounts or, or losing your parents or a family mem- member or a mentor or, or I start thinking like, or, or a best mate, you know? Um, it's quite, I think I'm not, I'm definitely not um, trying to manifest anything. No, not at you all. You know, it's like, it's nearly like just preparing yourself or even I get a little bit of gratitude out of it because I come back, I'm like, that dark place I'm like I'm not there and I mean t- t- tomorrow's not guaranteed that's right so I'm yeah. like let's try and be better today and and uh do everything to live my life in a better way today absolutely no I couldn't agree more so I guess what we're trying to
0: say is back to yeah keep um, yeah what, what back to well, I guess we're gonna go back to where we um kind of started with kind of Bringing everything back in a, a full way. We don't. So. We're not trying to manifest or like we're not oh, trying. Yeah. To, we're not trying to bring bad yeah, things will... into here. But we just. I think it's important that there's someone talking about these things. Like when it comes to your mental game and how you oh, yeah. adapt and prepare for things like
1: this. But have guess, you ever done that? What's that? Sorry. Like when you listen to someone uh, losing, like I don't know, a family member or or something really bad. Something bad happens or. Losing both legs or something like that. Like, I don't, that's brutal that, to no, say. No, that does, but. yeah. I, you definitely put
0: yourself in those um, situations because if you don't, then how are you ever going to prepare properly for if something is to happen to you like that? Yeah. You don't wake up one day and get a notification on your phone saying, look, mate, you've got about four hours before this bad thing happens. So make sure you prepare, make sure you get all these things right, make sure your mental health's right make sure you're going to bounce back properly. Unfortunately, there's things in real world life that happen and it will happen to us. That's unfortunately the irony of life. These things happen to everyone. You will lose someone very close to you and people have lost people close to you. But it's up to you to take all these things that you see around you and best prepare yourself for when the moment comes to you because when the moment comes to you and when it does, it will. It's yeah. definitely going to arrive. That's
1: one, that's one thing that is guaranteed. It's that's right. Crazy, but so you like, can
0: use all that and just use it to your advantage. As bad as it is with those hard times and yeah. how, how hard it can be and how deep it can feel. And if you don't train yourself to prepare, then you're just going to, unfortunately, feel the wrath of a lot of these things so much more.
1: Yeah, 100%. Did you... Um did you listen to Ned Brockman on um, the Inspired Unemployed podcast? No, nah, I haven't had a chance to go crazy.
0: listen to Ned Brockman, but incredible story and I think crazy.
1: it's super insightful to hear.
0: I think that Mark Boris, is it? He, oh, yeah. He done one before the run and then after the run. I haven't listened to any Ned Brockman stuff. I was watching the updates. I was clicked into all of like the stories. Like, and coming from a photographer's perspective, you sent me a few of the photographers that were with him. I'm not sure of their names. I'm not even sure if I followed them. But so cool to see the documentation done so neatly by those photographers.
1: It was like proper street photography. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, it was just nice like black and white.
0: Beautiful Because that's Because that's a significant event. And to yeah. have people around you that are correctly documenting that, which a lot of people... I think the guy that he had before him, it was in 1958 yeah. or something, the record. And that guy, like, I'm not even sure... He was an animal. I think he yeah. got it in four or five days less than whatever Ned did. Yeah. Not the point. But for Ned to have the, like, the thought to have people there to document all every yeah. step of the way, and now you're seeing all the commercials and all the real stuff, real, sorry, in quotes, like Instagram. Yeah. Of all the footage that and all the things that he went through, all the adversity, like I can't even imagine running 100 kilometres Give me a day, a day, yeah. And he's out here just smashing it every, every single day. day, just turning up. And I guess that's why he's got the recognition and the, the what can I? I can't even think of the word.
1: Yeah, I would just say that it's quite incredible. You know what I was thinking the whole time I listened to him speak is that I think it might just be a like as an Australian, as a Novocastrian. You know, always put myself in that little box. Is like we get behind people that are inspiring other people, you know? Definitely. And I think that's an important message if you, don't, if you didn't see it, uh, which, you know, you probably would have to be living under a rock if you didn't see any of the everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, it's been everywhere. But it's, it's nearly like, I, I don't know, I just get around him because he's seriously, he's done such a massive uh, accomplishment for, um, you know, homelessness. Oh, I think it's nearly two million. Yeah, two and a half. Two he, and a half. Two and a half. And it's kind of like listening to him speak about running, uh, I think it was the Hume Highway maybe, yeah. um, back into Sydney. And he's coming through um, out west somewhere. And he's come, he actually runs up the same. I forget what the street was. I probably should have been more organized, but I didn't know we were going to talk about this. <laughs> um, he runs up the street where a couple of years ago or, you know, um, yeah, a couple of years ago, he would literally sit and talk to old mate, this homeless guy, and just yarn to him. How crazy is that? So running up that street, he was running up, it and there's Channel 7 uh, choppers there, you know, and he's like, oh, this, this, this is big. This is big. This is big. And then the homeless guy um, caught up with him and was just like, hey, Ned, you're doing great or something. Wow. Like, he's just like, that's when he had this kind of like out-of-body experience, it sounded like. So it's... um. It's pretty amazing. I don't know. I, that inspires me to just like. Think about how many people that inspired. Oh, man. Even how's like after it, after he finished it, it was like, I mean, I haven't ran in so long. But I went for like a 5K run and I got to like 3Ks. My feet are hurting. I'm like, I don't run, to be honest. Like I've been traveling and playing golf. It's enough walking for me. Um, and I go for a run and it gets to three kilometers and I'm like, maybe I should stop. Yeah, Maybe I should. My my feet are hurting. You the know? body is the body's at its max. Yeah, head noise. <laughs> like it's 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 yeah. here, it's arrived. And then I go, you know what? Three kilometers, that is nothing. Like seriously nothing. Old mate is here running 103 kilometers a day for four, the first 14 days or something like that, in conditions on pavement with broken legs, pretty much. And I'm out here going, it, it kind of spurred me on just in another couple. Couple G's in the bank, you know. That's right. Yeah, hundred percent. I oh,
0: there's another hundred percent. We want a hundred percent count. I don't know how many times I've said it, and I don't want to keep saying it, but I'm gonna keep saying it. So I need a count. When it comes to the hundred K's, people can like scale the one hundred kilometers down to their goal as well, which I think is so good. Like even internationally, he's getting international love from obviously everyone. But yeah, Ned Brockman's goal was to run to Sydney from Perth. That's yes. his goal. So my goal is to go shoot 50 photos today. Yeah. So no matter, that can be, that's a big goal for me. Say that's, um, this is just theoretically. Yes. speaking. Example. I, it's like what I take from Ned himself as his mindset, more than the actual goal itself. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. I don't, like the sure 100 kilometers a day is cool but i've been you be you get in some dark places i'm sure you do with golf where you are like oh my god i can't keep going
1: yeah 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 but yeah, ned yeah.
0: knew that like without going 100 kilometers a day at this rate i will not make it to where like yep. the time i want to be there yeah they break the record and it's so interesting and i think it's such a cool universal message especially running because everyone well, not everyone can run that's not the right thing but that goal and that mindset can, is so contagious when it comes to people wanting to achieve something but needing a push. Like, that yes. guy done it. That guy, Ned Brockman, who's now a legend in Australian history. Yeah. Like, oh,
1: he'll get Australian of the Year, wouldn't he?
0: You'd think so. I think there was a pretty big petition to get him.
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. But they oh. said something about... <laughs>
0: That's more than two, but That's there's so two by the count. Do you
1: think we're going to... Honestly, I'm dead set, like... I, I don't know how I'm going to get it out of my voc- vocabulary. We might not ever. Or just um, and stuff. I, I cringe so hard at this. Like when I listen to it back, I think I'm going to stop listening to these podcasts. I mean, <laughs> it's just, I guess the goal for our podcast is actually to get better at talking. That's right. Exactly. And, um, conversating is yeah. the thing?
0: Yeah. Oh, we're going to go with it. That's a beautiful that's, word. That's going to be it. It um,
1: 100%. Um, oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this shit. is not good this is not good, No, but okay. you get the point. I guess we're going to look back at this in I'm not doing this on purpose. in five years we <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are we talking about? This, this is, is amazing.
0: The ability to conversate between you and I, but also dig much deeper into a lot of things is our bread and butter that's yeah. the, that's what we want to get to, and I think that's something that we're getting better at each time we talk, so me talking into the microphone hopefully has gotten a little bit better, and I think you have going to her from oh, yeah. as well. I also think it's pretty important to touch on. I had a little bit of a show note here. The winner of the 160 million dollars.
1: I did not hear this. She told me about this before, but like so. What happened? Is this was this in Newcastle? So this
0: happened like
1: uh, Sydney. Oh,
0: That's a like again. (laughs) So 160
1: million was won by three people in.
0: I think there was a guy in, or a lady in Queensland. It was kind of spread out around Australia. Three people, three people won it. 160 million. 160. That's a lot of money to be won by anyone, but have three people. It's changed like three people's lives. I think the guy said he, the guy who won it, he booked it in late or he checked it in late and said, not going back to work. Done. Like. I think. What would you do? Yeah, that's what. That's my question. Yeah, Uh, no, no. But I think super, that's a cool question because a lot of people say money doesn't change you. And I like to think that money doesn't change me. I've never had a lot of money, which is very easy for me to say, oh my God, money doesn't change me. I'm the straight old, straight person. That would never change me. But if I was, I like to think that if I was given $160 million, I wouldn't change. But do you think it's a human trait or like a human side to us that unfortunately it changes it'll change your environment. It'll change the people
1: you hang out with if you let it. Potentially. Yeah, that's
0: right. It doesn't have to. That's
1: yeah, I guess all when it comes to what I think of it, because I've thought about this uh, many times and the conclusion I've came I've come to. I've came to come Oh to. my god. All right, we sure. let's let's just let's speak and we'll try and not correct ourselves <laughs> yeah, because we're sorry. getting into a yeah, dark yeah, hole. Yeah, yeah, we are <laughs> um which is normal. But yeah. the conclusion, bang. Conclusion people. 160 of the best. 160 of money people. changing you. Does it will it change you? Does it change you? I've I've thought about this many times and I think it's important to it comes back to your values Definitely. again. Yeah. So this, this is why we spoke about on the first episode is like and values are so important because if you don't have uh, um, yeah, values to follow in life and it becomes about me, 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 all of a sudden, if, you, if I gave you 160 of the best and you just do whatever you want, just do whatever you want, go and follow whatever you want, go and spend it however you want, And uh, just do whatever you feel like you want to do. I think, again, zero discipline. Yeah. $160 million. I think you could get into a very, very dark place. Absolutely. And for people that say, how could he get to a dark place or be depressed or be sad or potentially take their life? He had so much money. Yeah. Is a complete... Like, you probably just need to, I mean, I'm guilty of it, but of thinking that, I would say you need to just have a, have a little bit of a think about what you, you're thinking. What you're being given. Yeah. And just go like, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how much cash you have or like it genuinely doesn't buy you happiness. So what I'm getting back to is how would you, how would you spend that money? Like if, if I was seriously to give you 160 right now, how would you, would you quit your job? Like I don't think I hard. could. Yeah.
0: I don't think I could quit my, I, I really love my routine. Yeah. As much as I have a bad day at work, as much as I have a bad day in general, if there's things from in life, when life's happening and it's bad. I don't think I could throw it all away. Maybe I would cut my hours back, but yeah. I feel like if I was to go without routine, this is me trying to sound like some grounded, nice individual. But oh, he is, like, ladies yeah, 160 million, you'd probably think, oh my God, you quit your job, you go across. I do a lot of travel. I do a lot of things that document. maybe... Yeah, document a lot. I'd definitely buy a new camera. 100% buy a new camera. That's, that's happening. Yeah. But I can't really see myself just becoming so self-absorbed with money why would i become so so i think also if i was to it's there's a difference between myself receiving 160 million from my mate or someone seeing my value at 160 million right so when it comes to golf say or if it comes to a nba player or if it comes to a major league baseball player or if it comes to an athlete that's trained their whole lives and they're given 160 million that's our contract to you, Kim Smith. Got a right a, a lot of money for golf, However right? Much, yeah, that's I think because of how hard you've worked and the morals and what you've said before on this as well that you've got in place. It's it would be hard to change after being, like given that money and then you're just like you already you've got this such a concrete solid feeling of yourself as an individual as an athlete. But you give Joe Blow 160 million. Myself say 160 million. And I've never had it before. I'm sure I'd do some dumb shit. Like that's, that's the human side of me.
1: No, I think it's perfectly said human as humans. I would, I would think uh, most humans will are inclined to nearly go out and, and follow pretty much just follow your heart. And if your heart goes, I want to bet this much on this race, I want to, take these drugs that make me feel happy yeah. and, and take me to another place or I want to, um, you know, do all of that crazy stuff, you know, if you didn't have a girlfriend or, or whatever, go and, you know, a little bit Dan Bilzerian right. on yeah, things, you yeah. know, like I genuinely think there's a lot of humans that have that feeling like they want to go and do that. Yeah, I think it's very important you don't follow through with that feeling. Mm. I think most people you would think, have a similar feeling because that
0: moment that you're chasing and when you have it will fleet. Oh yeah. Like that's not that's that's certain that you're never going to live in that moment for the rest of your life. Yeah. Once you have that money and once you, the, the, is it epitome or like the tip of the pyramid say, and you're just like, when I, I have 160 million and this is all I've ever wanted to do. Once you've done it, you will fall off that feeling of like, Oh, okay. So that's out the way. Now I'm where, So I've just went and bought the super yacht that I've dreamt of as a kid. Where do I, what am I doing here now? Like, I think it's important to know yourself so much that 160 million, but it doesn't, not everyone knows themselves that much. And I don't, I definitely don't know myself that well. That's why I'm saying that I think I have a very unfortunate human side to $160 million placed in my bank account where I'm just go hell for leather on things that I probably normally wouldn't.
1: But do you think I I genuinely think it's easy for me to say right now and everyone probably would say oh if I won this much 160 million I would give this many million to you and this many million to the poor and homeless people and stuff but I think I think it's 160 million dollars we're talking about. What happens if you won 100 dollars? That's go, right. Would you go and give five dollars to the poor? That's right. You, if you can,
0: that's a great. That's great yeah. that you brought that up because essentially, you are still. That's 100 dollars that you're given. Yeah, it's 100 dollars. So if you have those morals, or you're you're preaching from that choir that, oh, I'm a really good
1: generous person. I'm gonna give five dollars of that. Are you? Yeah, it's like it's nearly like. If it wasn't hundred and sixty million and it was five hundred thousand, because I yeah. thought that was a lot more reasonable, like, yeah. for us to comprehend. You're like five hundred thousand, like I mean, it would help. It helps but a lot. Obviously, yeah. But five hundred thousand, that can't even buy you a house in Newcastle anymore.
0: And why does your why do your values change?
1: Yes, exactly. So it's nearly Oh like, no, you
0: become selfish. Yeah. You're like, oh wait, well I'm gonna give two hundred dollars to the to the charity. Exactly. Wait, well, you were gonna give yeah. 10 million yeah. of the 160. So why are you scaling back? Oh, because there's more for you. So your greed comes into play and now yeah. you're a, you realize that you're this greedy this greedy
1: element. I think it's important to make people feel like that's a normal we are very right. selfish. Yeah, we are definitely. very selfish. Very. That's and that's why I feel like we need to get to a place where and and I guess just keep going back and going honestly we being a human it's nearly like it's it's to to have these feelings. It's Definitely. normal. Don't feel guilty. No, 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 not at You're all. Not, you shouldn't feel guilty. I, I just believe that. I don't know. I, I was just thinking about it the other day. Even just going to like you know when we used to shoot. Um, I remember shooting in Newtown. Yep. Ah, uh, we used to do it in town as well, and just going. Just talk to anyone, eh? Like, I didn't matter if they were wearing a suit or they were the. There was a couple of those homeless people sitting down and just with their dog and just sat down and talked to them. They're probably going, "Who is this creep with this purple beanie on and a (laughs) Fujifilm?" Yeah, And I just start talking to them, yeah, because I just I'm very interested in I don't know just day to day, like how
0: how are you? Yeah, I don't know you from a bar of soap at all. Yeah, but like I remember I ran into a guy in town. Everyone knows him around Newcastle, I had those. He's got a lot of face tattoos, gets up in like cowboy boots. I'm sorry, I can't remember his name. He did tell me his name. I got a video on him on Instagram. Yeah. It's deep down. I, I, had, I had it pinned to my Insta, but I don't know why. Just undone it, but anyway. And I had, had to build up like this really solid feeling in my stomach where I, I had to be like, this is it. I need to go and talk to this person because for someone to be head to toe in tattoos, a cowboy hat... And this same get-up that he's rocking every single day, what makes someone do this? what And that's just my curiosity in general. Not a lot of pe- people want to... Actually, I don't know anyone else that would be probably mad enough to spend their weekend going to look for people like that in Newcastle. I know there's a few guys that have taken his portraits, and I think they've even... Um, won awards and whatnot Oh, because really? he's a super interesting figure.
1: Well, the uh, thing is, and it comes back to what uh, Jacko, myself, and you were obviously talking about at breakfast this morning is like, I think we're, again, we're all guilty of judging. Definitely. And me going, or going to the pub and old mate going, how's your, like, mate, what what kind of colored shirt is that? You wearing a pink shirt to the pub? Like, what are you, bro? And judging. Yep. Yeah. Even if they're just having a laugh like I couldn't care less like no. what, what they were to say about my hat or whatever. But um it's nearly like I just nearly asked myself now, it's like what makes them like where they oh they think that's cool. Where does that like, come from? Where did that come from? I'm like, amazing. That's Definitely. cool. That's cool. You wear all black and you're wearing cowboy boots and you've got face tattoos. I wouldn't do it. No. There's no way I'd do it. But I'm like, I wonder this guy must have a bit of a story. It's for you. It's good. It was good for my ego as well, because
0: I think there's a, like came a time where I was maybe thought just through natural getting older and a lot of things in your head and what's going on in your life. Like you might think that you're a little bit better than other people and whatnot, or like your life's a little bit better than someone else's. And you kind of just, I ha- well, this is me personally. Yeah. At the time I maybe thought that life was in a pretty good position. And then I, f- I found him and he was like at, the I got photos as well, but he was in a, the little park just off near the so- Soul Kitchen, I think it's called, Soul Cafe.
1: Is he, is he homeless?
0: Dunno. See, Not I don't sure. know where he stays. I do see him walking around a lot. Right. But I just had to record it because I feel like he had something to say. And as, as much as I wanted to understand what he was telling me at the time, I was so concentrated about recording it and really letting him be himself. There's a lot of things that he said, and I urge people to go watch it. Maybe just as a, like I guess, context to what we're talking about. Yeah, we'll put it up. Yeah, on yeah, yeah. I'll, page. Yeah, I'll I'll put a link. In why the did you? Show notes.
1: I think I already know, but for people listening, like why? What made you? <coughs> what made you feel Sorry. like you had to video it? Did you want to like try and? I guess give for, people an insight, or what?
0: I, I it was more for myself. Yeah. I get a lot of inspiration from people on YouTube and whatnot who do street photography and a lot more uh, – what could you say? I guess they do it in a lot more uh, busy environments like in New York cities and LA. Actually, it's more New York, sorry, and all through there. And there's a lot of guys that I look up to that are just so able to have an open conversation and really get these stories between – people that are just like living a completely different life and it's a lot more there's a lot of diversity over there and it's it's very interesting to me that everyone has their own story but no one in nowadays wants to have that conversation or no one wants to bring that to light so I was I was saying to myself I set out because at the start I wasn't planning on running into him you can see at the start of the video I was very interested in making my own progress progression sorry in recording myself and putting myself out there as a way to help me my anxiety because yeah I was so obsessed with how these guys didn't have that burden on themselves to think of themselves in third person and like oh is this like how can they film themselves going around New York like filming on GoPros taking photos the way that I do but there's no one in Newcastle that does it like myself so I'm I was sitting there, I had a day off work for whatever reason. I was like, I'm just going to do it. Like I had it in my diary or my journal and I was like, it's just going to happen today. So it happened. And I used that as a motivation at the time. I was like, I have everything on, re- like on record to do it myself. I have to do it for myself. This is not for anyone else. That's
1: hectic. That, that, that's so cool to hear that, that you felt like that because you were so, you're inspired by nearly something that you would struggle with
0: yeah that's right and the anxiety just was building up you can see it in the video i'm just like freaking out like (laughs) like, fuck, am i gonna do it like i gotta do it because i was psyching myself out right you can see me battling my own head i was like oh fuck i just gotta do it so i and it turned out to be a massive um i say weight lifted off it did and like what i was able to tick that out of my journal to say like you can do what you put your mind to like and it was only recorded on my phone but I was able to get some really nice photos that I'm super happy with that I'll have forever and I think like when it comes to ticking things off and even when like that adversity feeling like you can't do that because you're not in New York and you're not around other people that are like-minded. I have one of the weirdest hobbies in Newcastle easy which comes to street photography. So to prove that I can do it to myself and to be able to get his side of the story in which I probably actually – don't really understand as well as I wish I could. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't ask many questions. I, I let know, him man. talk, and like now being a little bit older and a little bit wiser, I say I could go to him and really get to know him properly. Yes, exactly. So,
1: that is that's cool that you were able to. We're, we speak about this all the yeah. time. Is like seriously just trying to. I guess it comes back to like a self development kind of thing, but it's like how do we be. How can we progress and become better people? Definitely, and more efficient. You know, run more efficient, and um, you know, inspire other people. But also challenge yourself. That's I think that's one of the biggest thing is putting yourself in an uncomfortable position. And Absolutely. That's what Ned, Ned Brockman was speaking about so much. It's like aspiring to do something that you're like you nearly you're like oh it'd be too easy for me on my day off to just sit here play some. Call of Duty, yeah, literally. Scroll on Instagram, you know, just it's like it that that stuff. It's it's too easy. That that's what are you what are you doing? You're not pushing yourself at all, and that's what I've even um, we were speaking about a little bit before is like, what's stopping us from setting little little goals like um, every time, every single day, whoever you come in contact with, just. Give them a little bit of a, a little bit of praise, you know, yeah, that's or, or right. even just say, you know, like, oh, that's a nice necklace. Like literally, the things that I I remember last night, we when we were having a couple of beers, um, old love, uh, one of the boys misses. We were um, oh, the boys introduced me, and then I was talking to her, and she had this sick neck, like sick chain on, but it was like this nice little uh, pendant, pendant, yeah, pendant, yeah. yeah. And um, I was just thinking maybe after a couple of beers, it kind of came out. But I was like, I was about to, I was like, oh, that's a cool chain. And I just said it. I'm like, yep. that's really nice ne- uh, nice chain. And she's like, oh, thanks. And and then I was like, anyway, kept talking. And then this morning when I, when I went back to that kind of vision, I'm like, she probably like walked away going, wow. That those was, little things. Those, it's just the little things. We always talk about the little things. Definitely. It's like, how can you... I don't know, just put yourself out of your comfort zone. It would have been very easy for me to, um, yeah, I guess just sit there and just go have that And thought. have the thought. And it's a really good thought. It's a nice thought. doesn't hurt me. doesn't hurt her. It's like it's a good thing, uplifting. And just go, nah, I won't say it. There's not enough
0: like, compliments, I guess, throughout conversations anymore. I remember like listening to Ned and Pop talk to their friends and, nearly the first thing that they're greeted with is a compliment. Like, Oh, that dress looks beautiful. Yes. Oh oh my God, mate, that's a nice shirt. Those little things that are just literally nothing. (coughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Where's the puffer? I need the water. (laughs) I need water. But yeah, I guess just to touch back on what you said, it's why would you not? Yeah, exactly. It's not going to hurt anyone, but there's probably times where I've come off and just, I've actually said a few compliments where I've just gone like, Oh, pullback mate that's not that's a little bit too far it's like meeting want to say a girl out in town with danny who's like actually a close friend of someone else and i'm just like oh my god that dress is beautiful and then i'm yeah. just like whoa oh, i wasn't thinking like but danny's yeah. so cool and she's so open with it because she knows that i love that correct yeah that conversing because i always compliment her and It's just something that I guess we need to do more. You
1: nearly, I know what you mean though. You don't want to come across as a bit of a creep or or anything. I'm I'm the same with even some of like Bonnie's friends or uh, even if it's just a, I don't know, a girl at the the cafe shop. Yeah. The coffee shop. Cafe Cafe shop. Cafe (laughs) (laughs) Cafe shops. (laughs) 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 The cafe shops. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So even if it was someone like that and you go, old loves, you know, giving you back your change, you go, oh, that's a you know and not uh they're nice now oh that's yeah. cool i like that color on your nails definitely and bonnie's there going
0: <laughs> are you all good <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> no nah, but it's it seriously is like it's something that i'm going to continue to just challenge myself with uh and i don't know i would encourage probably anyone out there to just like give a few more compliments to people even people that I don't know, the old fellas, you know, at, at golf, I guess. Uh, old fellas walking down the street and he's got some smick new shoes on. Or old shoes and you're like, they're sick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even just uh, have a good day, day after a conversation. Oh, yeah, those that's
0: Like, that's just something that's should just roll off the tongue. Why would you ever wish someone a bad day? Yeah. Like, every time I finish a conversation nearly, especially with the, like, elders and, like, yeah. older people, even in a pop or whatever, yes. it's just, I like, have a good day you too like that's literally so simple but that those things last i feel especially when it comes to finishing a conversation instead of like if you're on a sour note, or yeah
1: imagine if you never see him again
0: that's right and the last thing you said was probably an abusive whatever you know
1: i hate you guy yeah (laughs) see you (laughs) (laughs) um no but it's just one of those things i always you know when i i don't know we always talk about these things but when you think about life and like, I don't know, just having an impact on people's uh, lives, it's nearly like, how can you, surely you just, it, I just thought it was natural for everyone to go, how can I improve my life? How can I be a better person? How can I have an impact on someone's life? Someone may be struggling or even even just talking to, I did like a, like a podcast with Nan the other day. Yeah, you're just, saying that actually. Yeah, just being able to um uh, just record a conversation just for the family um and get her childhood, you know, kind of on a recording. Yeah. To p- potentially show my kids uh one day and I guess it's just it's nearly like why wouldn't we do that? Like I can't believe I hadn't recorded conversations with her, you know, sooner. It's nearly like like pops suffering from dementia, and it's like he's really starting to like, um, yeah, you know, go go Deterry down, eight, yeah, go yeah. downhill now, and it is, mate, it's a part of life. I know there's plenty of people. It's not just me. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm grateful I still have my pop. That's right. You know, yeah. It's it's nearly like, um, yeah, it's it's crazy to see the way, yeah, way life has kind of taken you. You know, it's Definitely. um. But yeah, I'm. I don't know. Getting back to that, it's just like I just can't believe I didn't record more of Pop talking to me and telling me about you know how he used to ride Trixie the horse to school and how you know one day he rode rode Trixie to school with his sister and then the the horse buck bucked the kids up buck, bucked no way. him off and he's laying on the road and the horse arrives at school and then it's like five miles to school or whatever five kilometers and. Um, yeah, once the horse arrived at school, they're like the teachers, like, "Where's John? <laughs> Where's John?" And uh, forget his sister's name, but you know they had to go back and f- they found him just sitting on the side of the road. Wait, so they would ride the horse to school? Hectic. Yeah. So, so where does the horse go once the kids are off? I'm just envisioning like those cowboy movies where <laughs> yeah, they just yeah, tie him up them to a pole, like tie him up. <laughs> <laughs> that like, was amazing Can you, that? you can't do that yeah, again yeah, You can't
0: Fuck <laughs> You put me on the spot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Trixie amazing. Welcome <laughs> Trixie to the potty That's ah. <laughs> Anyway
1: But I reckon Yeah But that's... Trixie's like But seriously I was like the other day When I was recording with Nan Obviously I've, I'd just come back from Europe Four weeks overseas And prior to that He was you know, going downhill, but he would still like mention those stories or about his dogs on the farm. Then he would just get a little bit like, it's super sad, but like, he'd get a little bit like, oh, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, I'm hopeless. And we're like, Pop, you're not hopeless. That's sweet. Yeah, like, that's it's right. all Mate, I forget. I forget what, Uh, seriously, last night, I forgot what I had for dinner. Literally. And he's like, yeah, anyway. And he gets up, makes a cup of tea. It's like, it's quite amazing to just like, I don't know, even just being around that and comforting Nan um, while she's going through this, because Nan's just, yeah, she's a pocket rocket. She's absolutely um, killing it and is super, she's switched on and stuff, but she's really probably just struggling to be oh, honest. Oh, it be with. having a huge effect. Oh, yeah, just like an 85 year old lady looking after this six foot three, you yeah. know giant old pop he's he's loving it but it's kind of like at at some point yeah it's obviously going to take a bit of a toll on on nan and stuff but getting back to it just seeing the way life is and sitting there with nan going and nan's real like you know when she was having a bad day with it all and it was getting a bit bit much just going nan like it's pretty amazing. Literally, like, mate, this this bringing yourself back. Yeah, this is life, and we uh, we're doing it right now.
0: There are so many people that get to way too, um. I, what's the word? I guess they forget. You're not different to anyone else. Your time will come. Do you know which what hit is me? Shocking, but that's this the, that's is, I know the I'm talking about
1: my family a lot here, but um, honestly, what hit me? was when nan goes on the podcast she said something like we'll try and clip a little bit of it up but she goes yeah in a nice little voice she goes i just i just i know i'll probably look old you know 85 years of age hope i can even get to that age to mm, be honest absolutely but 85 That's a good years ending. of yeah 85 years of age and she just goes i just i got to tell you i i I think and feel it's I just like a like a ten year old, you know, like yeah. a fifteen year old. I just feel like a little girl, but I'm just in a, you know, older body. It's like your, uh, yeah, your shell. You know, it just gets old, and um, yeah, I think she'll be in uh, a good place. Um, yeah, definitely. I guess forever, to be honest. The way I believe, you know, absolutely. How's the uh, the film camera?
0: Yeah, so we're just picking up. Blake's new film camera, which I've is got
1: a ten shots left.
0: What happened to your old one again?
1: Oh, this is a touchy subject, man. <laughs> so, no, let's go back. Let's, yeah, let's right. take it right. Take one, it the whole way back because. Yeah. So basically, the one of the first film cameras I bought, actually second, I bought the Canon AE one. Bang! Yeah, gun. It's a weapon. It's a weapon. Shout it's, out to Les. It's a, yeah, shout out to Les, man. I don't know if yeah, he's listening here. I don't know what's he's happening in boy. that shed, but yeah, I don't think boy. podcasts are getting thrown around. Anyway, I bought um, that and then I bought the Contax T2. That was about this time last year. Weapon. <laughs> <laughs> $2, yeah, sorry, $2, that was a blow. Oh, they're expensive. Yeah, they're... F- 2,000 at the best. Um, again, it's it kind of like a point and shoot film camera, um, like this little machine, but at the same time, you got Devin Booker and Kendall. And exactly, what I was about to say. You Evan, pay, you
0: pay the celebrity
1: tax. On yeah, that. the tax. Yeah. They, they bump Frank the Ocean. Price. I think Frank Ocean. Maybe couple, couple, couple good figures there. Yeah, um, yeah, bumping the price up on those. Anyway, long story short, I buy one. I I go and shoot the best thirty six photos on the roller film I could. I'm and when like,
0: you're like obsessed with what oh they oh, have to be, I perfect. don't know. Like I don't know if I should take a photo of this oh, because the, like you know nah that. Right there. That's not really like what I was thinking. So I might
1: just hold it off. And I was like, mate, just, just shoot, shoot your it. photo. I shoot the best 36 pieces of film I could uh, potentially find. We went to the bur- my birthday. You we were had a looking couple, for... Like yeah. we were getting good shots, flash on, bang. Anyway, it would make this funny sound after like you press the button. And I'm like, anyway, shutters. <laughs> this is just different. I get the message, the email back from pro these are your, uh, your digital prints. Sorry, there were no prints. It's just a photo of that. Yeah, oh, go, hey,
0: what about the email you get from them when, it, when you don't get anything? It's oh. just this message just comes up on your phone. Seriously,
1: it was the worst. For anyone that shoots film, I was like, it was the worst feeling ever. <laughs> anyway, I go, Kai, I have stuffed it up again. They're like, I do this stuff all, all the time. This is, this is me. Yeah. If you want to describe my personality and Blake Windrude to someone else, you just show them a picture. Um, I show them a video of me putting film in backwards or something <laughs> or not in the correct way, and I'll go and try and do everything really, really good, best of my ability, and it's not even right. And You go, what are you doing? Like, you can't stuff this up. Anyway, turns out I put the film in perfectly. I took great shots. We'll never see those because... The shutter was completely non-existent. It was broken and you couldn't fix it. Gone. So anyway, I don't know what ever happened to that camera. Where'd you get it from? Wasn't it some bloke oh. in like US and he was San just- San Diego. San Diego. I'm coming for you. Yeah, <laughs> San Diego. I'm coming for you. No, but I couldn't- uh, Oh, and end. Couldn't to top, track him down. To top that story off, I go back to eBay and I go, bang, like this, you know, this was broken. I'm sending this back. I get on the phone to old mate and he goes, honestly, it's been 32 days. You only got 30 days to... Because it took 32 days to shoot the film, you know, because I was trying to shoot nice photos. Um, so I handed it I I couldn't track him down, couldn't get a refund. So I just wasted, you know, a couple of the... I keep saying couple of the best, but a couple thousand and... Um, <laughs> And then, or seventeen hundred or something like yeah. that. And then I, uh, anyway, I bought a new one, and I use that Contax T2. So good, some of the best photos. It's got like it's worth the hype. It it's, is. It's a, it, they're great. I'm actually, um, yeah, it's it's really good. And anyway, so basically, I go to Kai. You know what? I'm coming home from Europe. I'm like, I want, I want to buy a new camera. Like, what, what are you thinking? something like this, point and shoot, just want a different feel, whatever. And he goes, the Rico, Rico GR1V. Now these are about to fly off the shelf. These are so <laughs> nice. It's like small, compact, light, yeah. really light. Wait, we anyway. should do
0: camera reviews. That's a segment. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. nice. You just had this really nice warm tone there. Just no, nice warm way. tone. Light.
1: And um, anyway, so I, I get it. I get yeah. it. I come home from Europe. you pump. Bang, pump, Portra 800 in it. Yeah, you're fave. This time, uh, I put, no, actually, I put 400 in it, just this uh, roll, wasted a roll, just shot like quick photos just to make sure it worked. <laughs> and uh, yeah, take it, get it. Yep, it works, get the wall clear. Take it on a uh, wine tour. Um, shout out Rihanna Chapman. Yeah. Um, yeah oh joe's joe's missus joe's girl sorry yeah, joe's better half and um so we go on the wine tour i use the flash i'm obsessed with the flash <laughs> i'm obsessed and we took so many great photos anyway we actually oh then i come and met up with you yeah we were at after uh, the, the prince
0: weren't we yeah in town
1: yeah and we i met up with you um for Curtis and Carmen's. Uh, yeah, there was something on. I think it was that. Yeah.
0: We're, we're all there. We're all having a all hell there. time. The
1: best. Dress we were, all yeah, dressed we're all dressed up. Dressed too. up. Yeah, we're all dressed up. Got the shirt, singlet tucked in, looking uh probably better than I am now, to be honest. Yeah. And uh we took some photos with the flash. Um I don't know, we we're just running amok a little bit. And um You
0: had a few. Now I, now yeah, if yeah, anyone knows Blake, drinking. sorry. Yeah, Blake's not drink. yeah, Blake's not like a huge drink. drinker. Blake's like a very Uh, very sensible drink has a few doesn't really get that pissy and I remember I was up the top of the prince and usually up the top of the prince no one whoever hasn't been to the prince it's like this two-layered pub and it's usually got a DJ up the top nice big balcony like a really nice nice place and everyone's there just like running amok and everyone's having so much fun everyone knows one another and I remember Blake just like not stumbling but walking up the stairs and I'm like Oh, there's a bit of pace about him because usually he's like slow, scoping out everything. Like wants to know where everyone yeah, just is. Checking the exits. Checking, yeah, checking <laughs> exits. Who's the most pissed? Like, where is everyone? And he's coming up and he's like, just yelling to everyone. I imagine, he, I remember him looking at me and he's like, "Oh, I've got the camera, oi! I have, oh, I have the camera." I was like, "All right." I'm like, just telling. And I'm, I'm belted at this point as well, so <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, he's got the camera. <laughs> yes, you have the camera. That's amazing." And we're just like
1: shockers like just I don't even know what we're drinking at the time but I was like let's just take heaps of photos yeah start posing Kai starts like posing doing serious poses and stuff but some of the we should um actually I'll put some oh if anyone did want to see the photos yeah. they're probably on my windred film page yeah they are I think they Sorry, are on windred film, yep. film um but some of the best I'm gonna upload a few more of those actually because on that pass was some of my favorite literally my favorite photos I've ever Ever taken on film? I remember you sounding so rewarding, so rewarding. Anyway, so I don't know what made me do it, but long story short, we 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 left. Yeah, we come out of the uh, yeah, out of the Cambridge. We went in there for like five minutes. I don't even know why we did. Then anyway, we come out, you and Danny. I'm on it's just us three. Yeah, we're just walking, and I'm just like, the the role of film had finished, and I'm just like, yeah, take it out. Um, like this is it, nine at night. Yeah.
0: Uh, take the film out. Take like, the oh. film And I, I was too pissed to probably even give you like anything. But yeah, and no, I remember <laughs> you just like throwing this empty camera around and the, the film's in the left hand. Yeah. And,
1: you... and then I go, I literally, I don't know what made me do it. It's so funny now to speak about it, but I took the film out. And I'm like, hey, and you're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, yeah, it's finished. And then you're like, you, yeah. Like, you could have just left it in there. I'm like, nah, put it in my pocket. Put the the camera in my pocket. And then you guys caught an Uber home. I go for a wander down to King Street Maccas. um, That's from the Cambridge as well. So you've done a bit of walk. I think you took off on legs. Yeah. You went walking. There was a slight jog. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what... Like, I I wasn't... I seriously... I remember every bit of it. It Yeah, yeah, yeah. wasn't. wasn't, I didn't have crazy amounts. But I was genuinely just like... When in, I was talking to some randoms, as I do. I just sit down and yeah, talk, have a yarn. It's like 10, it's like 10 30, 11 at yeah. night. It was a bit for of a day big, thing as well. Yeah, it was a day of, thing yeah. for both of us. And um, yeah, I'm talking to old mate about some topic. I don't even know. And then anyway, get an Uber, another 50 bucks, get on <laughs> maybe 70, 80 Yeah, they maybe. sting out late yeah, at night. King Street to Especially kind there, sour. they're just sitting there and waiting. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. I get in the Uber, start talking to the Uber, try to ring Bonnie and that, Joe. I think everyone I tried to ring. Um, ring me? Yeah, all, all the boys. Anyway, no one, no one answered and it wasn't even late, but, you know, whatever. And I get home, unlock the door, go in, you know, go to sleep, wake up, go to find my camera. Gone. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> I can't tell you, when I checked my pants for the camera and i just found the roll of film that i'd finished i was like happy and then not happy i was like oh yes the film yeah yeah. like i get to get these developed and see what what i got out of it it's only like going fishing for a really long time yeah (laughs) and um and then i couldn't find the camera and i just ring you and i go kai and you're like what mate and i'm like because I'm
0: dusty. I've, I'm got, I've, got oh the, I've got the
1: roll of film and you're like, what? I'm like, <laughs> I can't find the camera. And then you're like, that is a brand new camera. Another yeah, 17. It, it was like expensive film camera. Like yeah. I wasn't buying a cheap one or nah. whatever. I wanted to really use this for the next, however long it lasts. And, uh, Obviously not long. Yeah. Again, if I'm going to cut the story from being a, another long one. Um, I lost it Uber driver No, nope, Sorry uh, Yeah see that's Nothing sus as Nothing well. here it, it, As if it didn't fall out My back pocket I already know I, yeah, I We know I knew um, <laughs> <laughs> it, But it's just like It's funny because it, The roller film When I went and handed it in I was like This is The best roller film I have Ever shot I might actually We, we might actually post Yeah we like, can post Maybe five or yeah, yeah, ten of them yeah definitely them. Um, just to give you guys of oh yeah, context. For sure. Um and then I went away anyway. So I was home for a couple of weeks after being away for four months or three months, whatever. Yeah. And then I come home for a couple of weeks, jet off again, Europe another month. And then as soon as I was coming home, I'm like tossing up, trying to go, do I buy another one? It was that good. Like it's expensive. You were it's yeah, you were it's expensive, but I'm like, I can't, I genuinely just like. I don't know. It's just like a, it's like getting a fine, you know. It's yeah. like getting a fine, uh, and you just got to cop it on the chin. Yeah. I thought, you know what? I'm gonna cop this one on the chin. I'm gonna buy another one. I'm gonna invest. I'm gonna invest. I bought another one, and uh, I got ten. I actually didn't check if this one works too. So I've. I mean, I've got. It looks like it works perfectly fine, old mate. Uh, he was out west too. He wasn't far away. He wasn't in San Diego. No, no, was he Oz based? So he's Oz based. Shout out Dubbo. Yeah, Dubbo. <laughs> Love that. Feel the boys from uh, out that way. But um, it's gonna be cool. It'll be cool. We're been take I think we took a few of um Jacko last week on the pod. Yeah, we're gonna use um, it to
0: document a lot of the podcasts as
1: well. Yeah, just a few actually. A few of the boys were pretty keen on it as well. Like he, you know, the few of the boys like, where where'd you get that from? And um. Yeah, I'm pretty lucky to have bloody you to guide me in, in terms of cameras because if anyone, if anyone is keen on a camera, you just message Kai. <laughs> yeah. Kai with no E, at Kai with no E, bang, just get bang. in his DMs. He'll, he will give you the best camera. You just tell him the, the description.
0: Yeah. That's all it it's is. It's also
1: a downfall because I don't do
0: much other than look at cameras online. You should see Danny. Danny, like, will walk to the shower what are you doing? I was just <laughs> looking at obviously the new Sony camera that came out. Why? You've been in there for half an hour. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just looking at like all the capabilities. You like, can night. track a bird, Danny. <laughs> it can track a bird. Look, like, imagine how fast birds go. She, oh yeah, cool. She just takes off into the um into the bathroom, comes out, and I'm like watching a vlog on this new camera. Danny, it's got 565 or photo or orchus. It, it's, it's happening. Like it's it's all coming, and she's just going. I don't care. Like I don't care what you're doing on there. But it's like it's something that's really dragged me out of a a lot of like um hard not hard times because I just love my photography, but just something that keeps me going, keeps me head going. And yeah. Is what it is. But just love document love documenting. I, I we actually so shout out to Les as well. Les has put us in a really good position when it comes to like starting our film photography careers. Blake's so good. A few uh speed humps in the way. But I went into like a Voigtlander Besser. This is this is getting a little bit camera nerdy and I like it. This is my yeah. segment. Anyway, but if anyone really is interested in shooting film and the disposable cameras don't do it, you really need to invest in a good, proper film camera. It's it, you'll never look back. Especially when if you go on and look at guys like Joe Greer and Willem Verbeek and all these guys that are huge in film photography. Guns. Yeah, you just won't so ever look good. back. Even Will Valander, Shout out to Will Eventually, yeah. Like we've done some shoots down at a location down the coast a little bit before and he's shooting what's called um, Super 16, which yep. is like your old – a lot of old movies were shot in it. Like yep. it's your Kodak vision. You get like day, so daylight based and like your tungsten base, which is at nighttime. It's a lot of those really old school movies where – if you really look into it, they're so magically like shot. They're really, really nice. And he was, we were down there shooting a little thing for his project, which we're going to share, we'll share on our um yeah. Instagram when it's done, we're going to, we're going to put it up and he's a local creative and I grew up with Will and he's an amazing, creative, talented guy. Don't see him very much anymore, but he's super, super um, into his, yeah, super 16. So it's an amazing thing to have so many people in Newcastle, especially emerging artists like, Oranguses of the world and yeah. like Elliot and Will. Everyone's just really cause Newcastle's always been known as like this coal, hardworking, steel-based footy, footy oriented Get me in the front row. It's bloody been good. <laughs> all the footy. And no playing for playing for West. <laughs> <And> all- <laughs> In the feet, like, but that's what, it's, that's what it's always like. Shout out to people who play footy as well, yeah. I play footy. and go the roosters. Yeah, yeah no, nah. and um, <laughs> we it's just so good to have more light, and that's what we're gonna eventually do as well. That's something that we're super passionate about bringing artists on and letting them express themselves.
1: We are going to do that, yeah. That's something and Joe
0: good. Darcy, he's not an artist, no, yeah,
1: but Joe, he's our next guest, yeah,
0: yeah, that's right. Joe's Joe's gonna be on the next potty. Um, and we're looking forward to that. What yeah, else we exactly.
1: got? No, last thing. I was just going to give everyone to uh, if you've made it this far. I doubt there'll be many people, but if you if you have made it this far, I just want to give you something to think about on your uh, on your way is out. Is this a question to me, or is this just you? That no, gives this something? is just no. This is just everyone. Should, this yeah, is okay, for everyone. Good. Love that. All right. So the next year is going to go by whether you're doing something about your life or not. The next year is going to go by whether you're doing something. So, so that it again. says, so the next year is going to go by whether you're doing something about your life or not. In turn, uh, for, for context, yeah. are you, what are, are you, you doing? Yeah, what are you doing to improve your life or your gonna- kid's life or... Um, you know, your parents' life or your girlfriend? Like, are you having an impact? Like, what are you going to do to move the needle forward? That's what, that's what we're always kind of asking ourselves. Yeah, that's, that's
0: a great way to put things into perspective, isn't it? Because essentially, it's never like you've not had the year that's coming. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like, oh, well, fuck, I missed that year. Yes. yes. Th- thank God I missed that year because that year didn't mean it. It's always going to come just like tomorrow. So I guess, are you putting the right things in play today to better yourself? Oof.
1: Yes. For the year coming, I guess. Yeah. So, and then it says here, um, this is uh, sure you're far away from your goal now, but the time is going to go past anyway. Mm. Make the incremental changes, and every day you'll be better off. Like that. So, in terms of like, mate, time's passing. Like, literally, if you check the clock, it's probably going. Yeah. That's right. And, um, Yeah, I guess it's just like one of those things I always think about. It's like we try and I know you need your sleep and everything, but I start trying to, I know Bonnie's guilty of this. Like you start trying to cram that many things in because you're you're like so high on life. You want to go and have coffee with everyone and make sure everyone's okay. Then you want to work. And then Bonnie's, uh, you know, being a nurse and she's like, oh, fluid form, Pilates. She's working. She's loving it. And then she's like, Denny, you're missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, let's go for coffee. We need to... Oh, then I'm going to go gym and I'm going to go for a walk, listen to a podcast. Can you come over for dinner? Mum's um, cooking. It's like she is so high on life and I'm guilty. It's not a bad thing. It's no, amazing. not at all. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and it's just trying to like fit life into yeah your schedule and trying to make the most of it. Taking out all the rubbish, like cutting out all the fat. Yeah. Things that the people that you're hanging around that...
0: Are they working maybe, for you or against you? Yeah,
1: maybe you have to have an honest conversation with yourself and go, you know what? There's a couple in my couple of people in my circle right now that are like I just don't feel good. Are
0: contributing to the way that I'm heading. Yeah. Or like to the way well, they that keep I'm pulling, feeling. They
1: keep pulling us down. Dead We're weight. To move in this direction yeah. and, you know, improve whatever. That's right. Your life. And yeah. and they're pulling you back down because they're harassing you because you won't go for this and that, beers at the pub That's or something. Right. It's yeah. like you know, just, just, um, yeah. It's just one of those things, I guess. Uh, every that probably will relate to everyone. Everyone that got this far in the podcast, I'm sure will uh, appreciate that. But, um, mate, it is has there been... anywhere we can find that
0: quote? Is oh
1: yes. It, so maybe just so they can kind of read it and better understand it. Um, you know what? We'll post it. We'll post it on our story. Okay. Yeah. Cool. We're we'll gonna put it post our story. It. That was actually, I went to show notes from Dr. Phil on the Joe Rogan Experience. JRE. Shout out. All right, cool. So we'll add that into Do our, Phil. we'll either put it on our Instagram
0: story or put in our show notes or we'll put
1: it Correct. somewhere. Yeah. I've already screenshotted it. Um, but yeah, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a good week next week. Absolutely. And we will be talking to the Joseph Darcy. So tune in, we're just going to be, yeah, chatting shit. And- just talking, I, I just want to show his personality because Joey's like, he's, um, he's one of our best mates and he talks a lot of rubbish, that's for sure. But yeah. like he's, I know he's got so much to give in this, uh, this world, this uh, town we live in, you know. Yeah. He's such a big personality of it. And uh, I'm sure everyone around here, they know Joey and... Uh, Yeah, he's a good fella.
0: Definitely. All righty. Well, thank you very much. Well, thanks, Blake, once again. Great podcast. And thanks for tuning in.
1: And we'll see you next time. Yeah, thanks for that, bro. I really, uh, mate, I appreciate your openness and, um, you know, everything you're about, mate. We're very uh, like-minded and it's, uh, it's good to break bread with you. Likewise, brother. Thank you. Cheers, bro.